I'm Wayne Turner, and welcome to the daily podcast of Bible Track. I've developed Bible Track to be both a commentary and a daily Bible reading schedule. These podcasts cover the text and commentary, which may be found at www.bibletrack.org. So, for those who have a busy schedule but do have time to listen to the Bible being read, this podcast is for you. At the end of one year, you will have gone completely through the Bible. Today we're reading Proverbs chapters 19 through 21. In Proverbs chapter 19, we have more about fools. Verse 1, Better is the poor that walketh in his integrity than he that is perverse in his lips and is a fool. Also, that the soul be without knowledge, it is not good. And he that hasteth with his feet sinneth. The foolishness of man perverteth his way, and his heart fretteth against the Lord. Wealth maketh many friends, but the poor is separated from his neighbor. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. Many will entreat the favor of the prince, and every man is a friend to him that giveth gifts. All the brethren of the poor do hate him. How much more do his friends go far from him? He pursueth them with words, yet they are wanting to him. He that getteth wisdom loveth his own soul. He that keepeth understanding shall find good. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall perish. Delight is not seemly for a fool, much less for a servant to have rule over princes. The discretion of a man deferreth his anger, and it is his glory to pass over a transgression. The king's wrath is as the roaring of a lion, but his favor is as dew upon the grass. A foolish son is the calamity of his father, and the contention of a wife are a continual dropping. House and riches are the inheritance of fathers, and a prudent wife is from the Lord. Slothfulness casteth into a deep sleep, and an idle soul shall suffer hunger. He that keepeth the commandment keepeth his own soul, but he that despiseth his ways shall die. He that hath pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord, and that which he hath given will he pay him again. Chasten thy son while there is hope, and let not thy soul spare for his crying. A man of great wrath shall suffer punishment. For if thou deliver him, yet thou must do it again. Hear counsel and receive instruction, that thou mayest be wise in thy latter end. There are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord, that shall stand. The desire of a man is his kindness, and a poor man is better than a liar. The fear of the Lord tendeth to life, and he that hath it shall abide satisfied, He shall not be visited with evil. A slothful man hideth his hand in his bosom, and will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. Smite a scorner, and the simple will beware. And reprove one that hath understanding, and he will understand knowledge. He that wasteth his father, and chaseth away his mother, is a son that causeth shame, and bringeth reproach. Cease, my son, to hear the instruction that causeth to err from the words of knowledge. An ungodly witness scorneth judgment, and the mouth of the wicked devoureth iniquity. 
Judgments are prepared for scorners, and stripes for the back of fools. Well, now the word fools, foolish, foolishness, and foolishly, they occur 84 times in the book of Proverbs. In none of these 84 times does the word describe one of diminished mental capacity. It's always addressing the negative attributes of a person which can be changed by the individual. Three different words are rendered fools in the book of Proverbs. The first one is kasil. It refers to the dull or obstinate one, referring not to mental deficiency, but to a propensity to make wrong choices. Evil refers to moral insolence. And nabal refers to the boorish man of mean disposition. In this chapter of Proverbs, the Hebrew word kasil is used in verses 1, 10, 13, and 29. Now here's some special Proverbs that are particularly meaningful to me. Uh, notice verse 4, Wealth maketh many friends, but the poor is separated from his neighbor. Well, that's certainly something that we all knew, isn't it? Here's one that gets double mention. In verse 5 it says, A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. And then in verse 9, A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall perish. And again in Proverbs twenty-one twenty-eight, by the way, it says, a false witness shall perish, but the man that heareth speaketh constantly. Now Solomon must have seen a lot of lazy people in his lifetime. Look at verse 15. Slothfulness casteth into a deep sleep, and an idle soul shall suffer hunger. Now with regard to children, it's painful, but it must be done. Verse 18 says, Chasten thy son while there is hope, and let not thy soul spare for his crying. Now let's look at Proverbs chapter 20, verse 1. Wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging, and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. The fear of a king is as the roaring of a lion. Whoso provoketh him to anger sinneth against his own soul. It is an honor for a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be meddling. The sluggard will not plow by reason of the cold, therefore shall he beg in harvest and have nothing. Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Most men will proclaim every one his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. The just man walketh in his integrity, his children are blessed after him. A king that sitteth in the throne of judgment scattereth away all evil with his eyes. Who can say, I have made my heart clean, I am pure from my sin? Diverse weights and diverse measures, both of them are alike abomination to the Lord. Even a child is known by his doings, whether his work be pure and whether it be right. The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord hath made even both of them. Love not sleep, lest thou come to poverty. Open thine eyes, and thou shalt be satisfied with bread. It is not, it is not, saith the buyer. But when he has gone his way, then he boasteth. There is gold and a multitude of rubies, but the lips of knowledge are a precious jewel. Take his garment that is surety for a stranger, and take a pledge of him for a strange woman. 
Bread of deceit is sweet to a man, but afterwards his mouth shall be filled with gravel. Every purpose is established by counsel, and with good advice make war. He that goeth about as a talebearer revealeth secrets, therefore meddle not with him that flattereth with his lips. Whoso curseth his father or his mother, his lamp shall be put in obscure darkness. An inheritance may be gotten hastily at the beginning, but the end thereof shall not be blessed. Say not thou, I will recompense evil, but wait on the Lord, and he shall save thee. Divers' weights are an abomination unto the Lord, and a false balance is not good. Man's goings are of the Lord. How can a man then understand his own way? It is a snare to the man who devoureth that which is holy, and after vows to make inquiry. A wise king scattereth the wicked, and bringeth the wheel over them. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Mercy and truth preserve the king, and his throne is upholden by mercy. The glory of young men is their strength, and the beauty of old men is the gray head. The blueness of a wound cleanseth away evil, so do stripes the inward parts of the belly. Now, particular proverbs of note in this chapter, I like verse 1. It's not like we don't have other beverages to drink. I mean, it says, Wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging, and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. In verse 3, we see that some folks just can't let it go. It says, It is an honor for a man to cease from strife. But every fool, and the word there is casile, will be meddling. Now, here's one I memorized back in my 20s to motivate myself. Verse 13, Love not sleep, lest thou come to poverty. Open thine eyes, and thou shalt be satisfied with bread. Now, here's some shrewd negotiation of verse 14. It is not, it is not, saith the buyer. But when he has gone his way, then he boasteth. In that verse, the buyer complains about the deal he's getting until the deal is consummated. Only then does he boast about his savvy negotiation skills. Now, verse 27 refers to the breath of life. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. The Hebrew word used here is always translated breath, except in two places. Here in Job chapter 26, verse 4, where there it's translated spirit. To understand the meaning in context here, one only needs to look at the first occurrence of this Hebrew word in the Old Testament, and that's in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, where it says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. This word refers to the breath which gives us life itself. And then finally in this chapter, an encouraging word to the elderly in verse 29. The glory of young men is their strength, and the beauty of old men is their gray head. Now we have more wisdom from Solomon in Proverbs chapter 21. Verse 1. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord, as the rivers of water. He turneth it whithersoever he will. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. 
to do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. And high look and a proud heart and the plowing of the wicked is sin. The thoughts of the diligent tend only to plenteousness, but of every one that is hasty only to want. The getting of treasures by a lying tongue is a vanity tossed to and fro of them that seek death. The robbery of the wicked shall destroy them, because they refuse to do judgment. The way of a man is froward and strange, but as for the pure, his work is right. It is better to dwell in a corner of the housetop than with a brawling woman in a wide house. The soul of the wicked desireth evil. His neighbor findeth no favor in his eyes. When the scorner is punished, the simple is made wise. And when the wise is instructed, he receiveth knowledge. The righteous man wisely considereth the house of the wicked, but God overthroweth the wicked for their wickedness. Whoso stoppeth his ears at the cry of the poor, he also shall cry himself, but shall not be heard. A gift in secret pacifieth anger, and a reward in the bosom strong wrath. It is joy to the just to do judgment, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. The man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. He that loveth wine and oil shall not be rich. The wicked shall be a ransom for the righteous, and the transgressor for the upright. It is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman. There is treasure to be desired and oil in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man spendeth it up. He that followeth after righteousness and mercy findeth life, righteousness, and honor. A wise man scaleth the city of the mighty, and casteth down the strength of the confidence thereof. Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. Proud and haughty scorner is his name, who dealeth in proud wrath. The desire of the slothful killeth him, for his hands refuse to labor. He coveteth greedily all the day long, but the righteous giveth and spareth not. The sacrifice of the wicked is abomination, how much more when he bringeth it with a wicked mind. A false witness shall perish, but the man that heareth speaketh constantly. A wicked man hardeneth his face, but as for the upright, he directeth his way. There is no wisdom nor understanding nor counsel against the Lord. The horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. Now, some verses I've always liked are these that I'm about to mention to you. The old nature is not responsive to God's direction we see in verse 2 here, where it says, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. Now, this next verse just speaks for itself. It's better to dwell in a corner of the housetop than with a brawling woman in a wide house. That reminds me of a plaque I saw in a kitchen one time which said, When mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And here's another one. Look at verse 19. It is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman. Well, Solomon certainly had the experience to know that, didn't he? 
Apparently, a couple of his marriages could have used a little more courtship time. We have a verse in verse 23 on road rage prevention. It says, Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. Well, I guess that could apply to a lot of scenarios, couldn't it? I'd like for some politicians to memorize this next verse, verse 30. It says, There is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord. This concludes our podcast for today. I'm Wayne Turner, and if you'd like to read along with our commentary online, go to www.bibletrack.org. Thank you for listening in today. The background music for these podcasts is an original composition written by the music director of Faith Bible Church, Paul Walton.